Hello and happy 1st of September. Do you remember? Sorry. Happy 1st of September that I couldn't help that. But welcome to the ABCs of Weight Loss podcast series where I'll be taking you through every single letter of the alphabet and relating it to something to do with weight loss and to help you. So these podcast episodes are short. Some of them are short, some of them are long and some of them took two episode recordings so you're in for a jam-packed session. We've got accountability, keto, we have got weight loss, we've got all of those things. So you are in for a treat. Don't forget to make sure that the emails are going into your inbox and not going to spam because that's how you're going to be able to get these podcasts i cannot wait for you to listen to day one through to 26 all the way to the middle of september september is full season and i absolutely love full season if you are somebody who wants to reach out to me during the season during the season during the sessions please do reach out at va nutrition coaching over on the gram if you want to reach out via email do please do so support at va nutrition coaching.co.uk now i'm actually going to stop talking so you can get on and listen to this episode Today on the ABCs of weight loss, we are at the letter D and we're talking about ditching the diets. Now, here are three things that happen when you ditch the diet mentality because the dangers of the diet mentality are brutal. And if you're somebody who is stuck on dieting for years, then you will know how dangerous diets are. But what happens is you think you need to stay on a diet in order to lose weight. Well, today, friends, you're going to learn that you don't need to be on a diet in order for you to lose lose weight, especially if you're somebody who has consistently tried the same diet over and over and over again. One, because it's worked in the past, but it's not working for you now. And if it isn't working for you now, that's a sign that you need to ditch the diet and find the one thing that works for you. Because your body, your genetics, your makeup is going to be different to Sally's. Now, if you don't know who Sally is, Sally is the woman that we all envy. Sally is a woman that you envy. Sally is the woman where you and Sally had your children around the same age. Sally has got a similar body shape to you and Sally is almost the same age as you. Sally is the one that you aspire to be like. You're looking at Sally's grass, hers is so green and yours is wilted, it's damaged and your land that your grass is grown from is dry, is parched, is barren and it's not seen any water for a lifetime. So you look at Sally and you're like, Sally, how on earth did you do that? Sometimes you might actually know a Sally. Sometimes you might be in a fictional weight loss group that you sign up into. The millions of fat loss groups that you've got on Facebook. You're signing up for their free guide. You're signing up for their free challenges. But you don't get anywhere because you're trying to do what Sally's doing and you're not focused on what you need. Why is because Sally knows what she needs to do. Sally knows that she needs to ditch the diet and Sally knows what's working for her. And she's switched away from the diet, but she hasn't told you that. You are just seeing her body. You're just seeing her goals. You're just seeing the end result, but you haven't seen what she's done in between the before and after to get there. And if she told you exactly what she did, would you actually put in the work anyway? If you don't know whether you are ready to lose weight, have you really got what it takes to lose weight? Stop this episode, go and listen to, do you really have what it takes to lose weight? And once you've answered that question, continue the rest of this series. And I'll tell you why. Because Sally didn't tell you that she is waking up early in the morning before her kids are awake. She's tearing herself away from her children. Her children are not coming to just snuggle up with her in the morning. She's set a goal for herself because she's hard working. She's going to bed at night time when her husband wants to cuddle and snuggle and do all of the husband and wife things. She can't because she's mush up. She's tired. She doesn't want to do that. But out here, you're admiring Sally because you're like, oh my 
gosh, what did you do? Oh my gosh, what did you eat? Oh my gosh, what did you have? Girl, I've been there. <laughs> I've been there stalking people that I don't even know in groups, Facebook groups, community groups, social media groups, and being like, what did you do? Sometimes I'd be braven, I'd be brazen and ask them in their DMs and tell me what they did. And then I weren't interested because it was just like too much hard work. And that's the thing. We can look at Sally and be like, oh my gosh, your grass is so green. But we're not ready to do the work. But anyway, she decided to switch and ditch the diet mentality. So I'm going to teach you how to ditch the diet mentality in three simple steps in today's episode. Hope you got your coffee. Hope you got your tea. Hope you got your water. Hope you got your pen and your pad and paper because today's going to be great. So when it comes to dieting, if you know what I've talked about this, I've actually done a series about dieting and I've also got a nutritionist who's talking about her own struggles and how she overcame binge eating as a nutritionist as well as an athlete. So go back into my earlier episodes and you will see that four part series. So what's dieting? When it comes to dieting, what is it? The word definition for diet is restricting yourself from food in order to lose weight or for medical reasons. Those and it's also the way that you eat on a day to day basis. Those are the two dictionary definitions for the word diet. Now, most of us don't need to restrict ourselves from food for medical reasons. Some do, but not all of us. The majority of us are on a diet because we need to lose weight. Now, statistically, there is a statistic that around 45 million people in the US, the United States, have attempted a diet every single year. January 2020, January 2019, 2018, throughout the whole millennium up until where we are. How many diets have you done? How much money have you spent on diets? The diet industry is worth billions. In fact, let me tell you exactly how much the diet industry is worth. The UK diet industry is worth an estimated 2 billion per year. And if you're in the States, it's estimated, and this figure might be a little bit higher now, but it's estimated that Americans spend around $33 billion on products related to diets, related to diet plans, related to diet programs that aren't mine, but related to weight loss products every single year. And you keep going back because these diets are designed to keep you broke and keep you coming back expecting a different result. Now, when it comes to dieting, you are restricting yourself from food. So when you've restricted yourself, when you have told yourself, I cannot have that, our innate nature is rebellious. That's how we were born. Whether you're Christian or not, we were born with a rebellion. Now, if somebody tells you, no, you can't have that, what is the thing that you're going to go and do? You're going to go and want you're going to want the thing that they're telling you that you can't have whatever it is if you see something that you like and you want it and somebody consistently tells you no you can't have it there's something that's going to be built up on the inside of you that says why can't I have that not everybody but our innate thing is to rebel when people are telling us no I did it with my doctor. The doctor told me you need to cut out your fast foods. Stop drinking fizzy drink. Stop eating chocolate. Stop eating fast food. I'm like, who told you to tell me anything? I completely disregarded that doctor's advice. Stayed in my problem for 10 years longer than I needed to be. Damaged my vocal cords to the point almost they were irreparable. I was heavy. I was overweight. I was borderline obese. I was out of breath all the time. Fat, fed up, frustrated hated looking at myself in the mirror. I wore double spandex that I almost passed out at a wedding <laughs> over a dress. I was seen, I was part of the bridal party. I nearly passed out in the toilet. Then I tried to drink myself silly because no one was looking at me at the wedding. Wedding, no, oh, you're supposed to meet your husband at these weddings. Where? Husband where? I didn't meet my husband, please. All that, and that made me eat more food. 
And so that's the sort of thing that can happen when we are next to poster girl Sally and you're standing there, you're looking uncomfortable. You've got layers of spandex on, you've got layers of clothing, you've got cling film underneath your clothes. You're sweating on the inside, places you don't even want to be sweating in just so you can take a full length picture to got it all together, Sally. You can't breathe. You can barely breathe. Like you like me, you nearly pass out because you've got all of those things going on. You avoid looking in the mirror. You cover up your mirrors with things so you can't see. When it comes to time to build intimacy, whatever day of time of day it happens for you, the lights are off, you're hidden, you're clothed. You avoid being seen naked because you don't like it. You'll be part of that group that spends $2 billion and $33 billion on those weightless products that haven't worked for you. But when it comes to investing yourself in a program, you are committed and you are happy with getting free. Free works for some people, but it doesn't work for you because you don't see you will be happy to spend your money and be part of that 33 billion and the 2 billion in the UK, you'll be happy to be part of that and waste your money, then invest your money on something that will be personalized for you. And that's not your fault. That's the way that diets are designed. Diets are designed to degrade you. Diets are designed to strip you. Diets are designed to cause you to be in debt. Because the thing is, if it worked, if part of those $33 billion, imagine if the diet industry took that $33 billion, took the $2 billion every single year and put it back into the same people who are overweight and obese. Because that weight, obese, you might be listening to this and you might be obese. You might not want to admit it, but you might be obese, extremely obese, morbidly obese or extremely overweight like or borderline obese like I was. And the thing is, the truth is, if the diets actually worked, if these diets worked like they are advertised to us to work, there wouldn't be as many people obese. You might not even be obese if the diet that you're spending the money on actually worked. And so am I saying when you go on a diet, that you don't lose any weight? Not at all. You're, you, you lose weight because you're in a calorie deficit. And you might lose some percentage. You might lose 5%. You might even lose 8%. You might lose 9%. You might even lose 10% of your body weight. But what diets don't teach you, they don't teach you how to deal with the root cause of your problem. That's the first thing that you need to take note. I'll write that one down. Let me say that one again. Diets don't teach you to deal with the root cause of your problem. They don't teach you to address the reason why you're overweight or obese in the first place. Why should they? When they're earning 33 billion of your money every single year, you're coming back to them every single year without fail. Why do they need to teach you how to get free from that? They don't. They'll just keep making money off you and every other woman who consist who continues to put money in those diets because you're insecure, because you don't like the way you look, because you have trauma growing up, you have gone through a breakup, you've gone through a terrible time, a terrible situation. Now, I'm not discrediting the times and the situations that you've gone through, but being part of the statistics is not going to help you with that. It's not going to help you deal with the situation. It's not going to help you deal with the way you feel. It's not going to help you deal with the root cause of those issues. Take your money, whether it's insurance money, your hard-earned money, and actually invest it in you. That's something that focuses on you. Diets are temporary because you start to restrict yourself. Don't eat carbs. Don't eat bread. Don't eat fat. Fat makes you fat, have low fat products, but they don't advertise and they don't tell you in order for us to make our products, even though we have stripped the amount of fat that we put in them, even though just to make it taste as good as the original, we have to pump it up with more sugar. 
And it's no wonder you're not losing any fat. You're getting, you're gaining more fat than you are losing despite eating a low fat product. Not everybody, but in order to lose weight, you need to be in a calorie deficit because that's what helps you lose weight. Thermogenics, it's just how science is. But the thing is, it's one I'm really excited about and I'm passionate, not excited, I'm passionate about because I've been caught up in this. I was caught up in lots of different diets. And the thing is, I did get some weight loss. And then once I thought like everything was dealt with, and once you feel like everything is dealt with, once you stop restricting yourself, you gain the weight back. Then you go back to it because that's what's worked for you. It hasn't. If you've had to come off of it, and you've gained the weight as soon as you stop and as soon as you go back to your normal habits this hasn't worked because you're pumping more money into it you're pumping more money and you're believing that you need to restrict yourself in order to lose fat because then what happens is it starts to restrict and you start to binge and you start to go into that yo-yo dieting cycle you begin to obsess about food every day all day every day all you think about is what can i eat is it time to eat? I can't wait to eat right now. Okay, maybe I can eat this. You try to fit as many different snacks in as you can. That's what happens when you go to 1200 calories because the mainstream diets are working for you. So you go to these other ones that tell you to eat 1200 calories. Then you've got women in the group that are telling you 1000 calories work for me, 800 calories work for me, 900 calories work for me. They are telling you to go to an unhealthy eating disorder that can put you at risk of amenorrhea, which means risk of losing your mental cycle because you are damaging your metabolism by the low, low, low restrictive calories that your body is eating. It's causing your metabolism to slow down. It's causing you to be deficient in nutrients, vitamins and minerals. It's causing you to be stressed to the high heavens. It's causing you to be to feel guilty, to feel insecure, to feel shame. Why do you want to be a part of that? Why do you want to keep investing and putting your money into somebody else's pocket that causes you to feel guilty about your body, to feel insecure about your body, to not want your husband to touch you because you're ashamed of your body? Those thoughts, if you are somebody that struggles with those thoughts, counselling will help you with that. Not investing and pumping into somebody else's diet pills, concoctions, promising lose fat fast by actually you're in a calorie deficit. You don't need a detox. Your body can detox itself. It doesn't tell you how to heal your relationship with yourself. It doesn't teach you to find out who God created you to be. It doesn't teach you how to eat healthy foods. It doesn't teach you how to understand you're not going to be motivated every single day. It doesn't teach you that. It doesn't teach you how to address the root cause of your addiction to food. It doesn't teach you how to understand why you emotionally eat why you stress eat. It doesn't teach you that. It takes your money, £51 a month for a blue plan or to tell you to eat out of coloured cartons. Some people it's worked for. What's worked for you isn't the coloured cartons. What's worked for you is a calorie deficit. If you've healed your relationship with food by being on those things and it hasn't actually caused disordered eating, fantastic. But if you're on a diet and it's caused you more issues than the fat gain, it's not working for you. And I'm going to tell you three things as to why you need to ditch this mentality and ditch it immediately. Because if you're somebody who's chronically dieted, you've you've dieted consistently since you were the age of 14. And the thing is, once you've been stuck in it for that many years, you start to feel like you've got no control now. Your control is you are controlled by this diet mentality culture. And the thing is, it has conditioned you for so many years to think you're never going to be able to eat the foods that you like and you enjoy. You've always got to be stuck in this place. 
But let me tell you something. That's why I became a coach. If there's one woman that's listening to me under the sound of my voice right now, I've become a qualified coach to help you come out of this diet mentality. It's about shifting and being transformed in your body physically by changing the way that you think. There are many different eating styles. There are many different ways of eating that are personalized to you that will help you one to lose weight if that's your goal two to build a healthy relationship with food and three to learn and understand the powerful woman that you are does not have to be succumbed to this diet mentality that's restrictive and so when it comes to ditching the diet mentality there are two different ways there is there are different things that I haven't done on this podcast just yet there's intuitive eating mindful eating those aren't weight loss things those are talking about healing your relationship with food and finding food freedom but if you need to lose weight you do need to be in a calorie deficit and so it's about understanding that and ditching that you don't need to be on a diet and find restrictive methods in order to do it restriction only leads to binging but what happens is you start to feel bad you start to feel negative because you've eaten these foods you failed you've fallen off the wagon you're not a horse or you're not a train you're not you know you haven't fallen off anything you've just eaten foods that you like your body is responding rebelliously to being dictated to and told, no, you can't have the one thing that you like and you enjoy. Practice portion control. You can eat these foods, but if your goal is weight loss and you feel that you're out of control with food, heal that. Focus on working on that. The body knows when it's full up. Practicing and understanding portion control will help you with that. Food isn't good or bad. There are no good foods. There are no bad foods. You're not bad for eating carbs. And if you don't believe that, that's where your issue lies. Your issue lies in your mindset. And just like that, friends, we've come to the end of today's episode in the ABCs of Weight Loss podcast series. I hope you have got some value from today. Now, they say if you go back and listen to it a second time, you will get something different the second time round, the third time round that you did when you first listened to it. Now, if you're somebody who wants to lose weight, get rid of those extra pounds that you're carrying that make you feel insecure about yourself, that make you hate your relationship with yourself and also make you hate your reflection that you see in the mirror. Now, I used to hate looking in the mirror. In fact, I avoided looking in the mirrors for a number of years. And the reason why that was is because of a work colleague. I was already insecure about myself. I was already insecure about the way I look. And I was already insecure about the fact that I was aware that I was gaining weight, but I was afraid to deal with the issues that caused me to be overweight in the first place. They ridiculed me in front of my colleagues and the whole team by laughing at a state and a picture of me. And that scarred me for a number of years. It caused me to get into arguments with family members when they were trying to pressure me to get into photos as well as friends. And what I would do is I would hide behind everybody else so the fat one wouldn't be seen in the front of the photo. And that happened for years. But it wasn't until I addressed the root causes, which was my rejection, which was my insecurities and was my unhealthy attachment and relationship with food. I used food to cover up my insecurities, to cover up how I felt rejected by those people who were supposed to love 
me. But what happened is the very same foods that I was going to for comfort, they ended up making me sick. And I had hospital tests upon hospital tests, but they never ever found something wrong. All the time, the real issue was staring me in the face, but I was so afraid to address the real root cause. Now, if you can identify with some of the things that I've stuck there throughout today's episode and the rest of the episodes that you've listened to, then I want you to reach out to me. All the ways that you can reach out to me and work with me are in the show notes below. You can have a deep dive one-to-one session with me and we will go through an intense 90 minutes of working through what you've done in the past and the plan that you have for the future. Now, if you're somebody who just needs that plan, wants to know how many calories to track, how many macros you should be tracking, or whether or not macros is right for you, but you just want a plan of nutrition and that it's personalized to you, this would be beneficial for you. If you're somebody who's a busy mom, a busy professional, and you've never really put into perspective the way that you eat, your relationship that you have with food, you're good at being there for everybody else, your spouse, your friends, your partner, your family, your colleagues, your clients. You're there for everybody else. But when it comes to somebody filling your cup, there's nobody there for you. Now, if that's you, you're good at putting everybody else above yourself, but your health falls to the wayside and you want to learn the things as to how you can overcome that. You want to have time to meal prep with your family. So you're not always having takeaway every single day. You can have them once or twice a week, but you're also honing in on your abilities, your skills to cook, but you want somebody to walk through that with you for a six month accountability period. Then I encourage you to apply for the application. This is a program for women who are serious about making changes. And I will be your woman to get you there to help you really shift the fad diet cycle that you've been in for years you don't need to cut out carbohydrates you don't need to restrict yourself you don't need to do fad diets or get caught up in the diet culture any longer there is a way out friends and i'm here to help you can't wait to catch you in the next episode